Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, you got Mike here with BeastNet and I've got Adam with me and JP from Terrain Race. How you guys doing? What's up you guys? Hey, so so a little quick, everyone knows me and they know Adam, so kind of give us a little background on you, JP, so that our listeners know who uh, who you are. Uh, probably been building a lot of your races for the last few years, a good handful of those years, and um, I know quite a few of the beasts out there, and I follow you guys a lot. Um, I'm currently race directing for uh, Terrain Race, and I took a little hiatus, and back in OCR, and it's been amazing so far. Last, last two weeks of my life, and it just feels right. That's it's good. really cool to be here. So, I, I know you, well, what is it about terrain race that you love so much? That I mean, it, it made you, 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 like you said, you had a hiatus. What made you love her, terrain race so much that you came out of that? Um, so, it, it's crazy how I even got connected to them. Um, is seriously friend a friend of South America. I got a cold email and was like, "Hey, you know, this, you know anybody who could do this?" And that guy emailed me and yada yada yada. It was like midnight. I was popping on the phone at some uh, at my other job that was an OCR, and I was didn't know what I was going to do. And you know, uh, out of nowhere, I get this call, and it's you know OCR is calling again. And so I looked up Terrain Race, and I'd heard of them before, and. Uh, we connected, and I just felt right. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to get back out there and start producing again. Like, I got to do events. I've always done it my whole life. And every time I've tried to stray away from events, sports, and OCR, it, it always dragged me back. So uh, here I am at train race, and I show up, and it is the best platform. I, I walk in, and it is the coolest platform. They got cool obstacles. They got a cool structure with the races and, you know, how it's like a mandatory completion or you get your to take it off. I heard that before, but I'd love to see that they were still doing that. And um, it was just really cool because I rolled in and it, the energy was right. The energy was everything I was kind of fighting for in the past. Um, where it was fun-driven, you still had competitors. You still had uh, an elite group of people who are very amazing athletes. Uh running these races and going for times and winning, you know, and, you know, winning prizes and whatnot and getting recognized for all the hard work. Fantastic. Um, but the highest energy was seeing everybody, everybody else, you know, those are my favorite things. Um, with all the other obstacle course race companies that I worked for, honestly, it, it, in those companies, it was the last 30 people were the only reason out there. Um, I realized later once I left that, Seriously, it was those last 30 people that finished those races that kept me there doing that every single day, giving my 100%. Because uh, without them, honestly, uh, I would have left a long time ago. I probably would have given up on sports. But um, so when I rolled into train, I just had that feeling of like, oh my gosh, all these people are having so much fun. It's so cool. And it reminded me of looking at OCR like 10 years ago, you know, in my eyes. So I was like, yeah. oh my God, all these people are so excited. It's so amazing. Um, that competitive edge and, and, and uh, you know, the heavy blanket of like, oh my God, am I going to do this? Can I do this? You know, like, I love that, that that's available. But I love that this platform was, everybody was so excited and super high energy. And, um, nobody was worried. And I, I think that was better. It's amazing. 
Yeah, and I could see that. I mean, I've I haven't done a terrain race yet. Um, my first one's going to be this weekend, um, which actually amazingly is my last race for at least a month because I'm having surgery the next week. But uh, it's from everything I've heard, it sounds like it's a fun, a fun event. Um, and I mean, if you were there for the la- the last thirty people to finish, then you're pretty much there for me because that's usually me. But <laughs> I'm I'm not the fastest, but I go out there and I have fun. I enjoy it. I loved it, man. Like, um, like, like I said, like the, the years before, it was all about those um, last thirty people that kept in there, and now it's like, oh my gosh, I love all these people. I walk yeah. around, I do my thing, I check on obstacles, I watch course flow, I, I just do my thing, and I'm watching all these people, and I just want to do these obstacles with them. And I haven't felt that for a long time. Where I'm like, gosh, you just want to run a jump up this wall with them, or help throw them over this thing, or get in this muck pit with all these people. That's awesome. So, what what can you you know? I mean, for those of us that haven't done terrain race yet, I mean, <clears throat> what can we expect from terrain race? I mean, is it? It sounds like it's it's serious, but at the same time, is a lot more fun. I mean, is that kind of what yeah, the so to basically you you want us to hate you but love you at the same time
up, I would, I would love to hear it. And that's awesome. It's one of those things, and we were gonna, we'll talk a little bit after the, the episode, but that's one of the things we're looking at is maybe doing a Q&A every month and inviting, you know, someone like you, a race director or something, where we can have our guys send in emails or something that say, hey, and ask questions of a race director and then bring you in and we can have an, uh, an episode where we just talk about them, all those questions. So that's something that, yeah, we're we're thinking about doing and we're going to talk to you about later, so. <laughs> Excellent. Another thing too is like, you know, I, I want I want all of you who've been enthusiasts in this sport and people who do this on the regular uh, all of you invest your time and, and money and effort into this thing. I want you to be able to like bring your family and friends and, and you know what I mean? Like you guys have done an amazing job of your game of doing this, getting people to come with you and do yep. um, I want to create a platform that, you know, Everyone can, you know, it's easier to get more people to come do it. You know what I mean? I want to get, I want to get all my friends and family to go do one one day at a spring race. And, you know, throw them over a wall and this and that. Just make it fun. And, and that's that's awesome. I mean, one thing I've noticed about terrain race is uh, the price. The price isn't. I mean, it's yeah. a decent price for what you're getting, and it's it's awesome. So I mean, it's one yeah. of those that. <laughs> isn't an obstacle I haven't built personally out there. Like, there's very few. Um, there's only one organization out there that I haven't worked for that has all the craziest of obstacles, and I haven't built those obstacles, but the rest of them I've put out. And uh, I, uh, it's crazy to me. Like, I come to train, and I see the price point, and the thing for the buck, and the quality they're getting, too, is, is fantastic. I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is great. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's one of the things like getting people to run a race. That's one of the biggest complaints I hear all the time is people are like, well, I kind of want to go do that with you, but I can't afford that. And some of them I've been lucky enough on a few, I get discounts and stuff like that on some of the races. So I'm, I can help people out that way. But terrain seems like it's a good bang for the buck. There's some out there that they're expensive, but there's nothing to them. There's a few of them that I won't do anymore because I've paid 60 bucks to go do this race and I go out there and it took me and I'm slow and one of these took me 30 minutes to finish it and I was like yeah that wasn't worth it and from what I'm hearing about terrain it sounds like it is so that that's good yeah it's completely legit I mean I I walked in and I didn't know what to expect and I was pleasantly surprised when I started to see what was available what the company's done in the past and just held on and uh, really giving people their value. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing, man. Like, I'm telling you, like, I wouldn't even be over here if I didn't believe in what was going on in this world, in this terrain race world, and I'm really stoked to be a part of it right now. 
That's awesome. And, and I mean, it's great to hear somebody so uh, passionate about it. I mean, that makes me want to do train even more is you being, you know, hearing an employee that's so passionate about how great they are and somebody who understands the industry because they've worked for other people in the industry. That that makes me want to do it even more. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, there's kind of, you kind of just took the leash off and we're like, you know, they totally understood that I've done a lot of stuff in my life and uh, not just been a, a racer, but, you know, built these things and, and, and not just OCR stuff, you know, and other races and whatnot. So it was really cool coming in here and then welcoming, welcoming me and uh, just giving me a chance to create and, you know, giving me this platform to do some art and people, give people like creations and whatnot, you know, it's, it's been pretty cool. That, that is cool. So, uh, Adam, do you have anything to, to say? I haven't heard from you in a while. You still there? Oh, I'm still here. Okay. I was I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing if you were still there. I hadn't heard from you in a while. Um, did you have anything you want to put in, Adam? You know, it's something I think, um, I think we've kind of circled a little bit around is, you know, it's kind of what's, what's next. So we kind of talked about uh, the destination direction, JP, that you want to go and you want to take the train release and, and kind of explore that way. I, I'd love to dive a little deeper. If you could, you know, take train race and, and experiment, um, in the Pacific Northwest with us, uh, what would you do? And what what do you see as next for train race? Oh, man. This has been, uh, this has been a really cool topic of discussion uh, lately. Um, with what they have now and what we can do, there's so many things I've always wanted to do, but my hands have been tied for so long. And, uh, God, I really want to tell you guys all the things that I want to do. And it's been super cool and fun and, and um, but some of those obstacles I kind of want to keep to myself and not say, like, spring it on you one day. And, um, <laughs> like, one at a time, just be like, hey, by the way, uh, watch out for those trees over there. And, you know, you're going to be like, what? What's that? Don't think. Um, but it's going to be a lot more fun factor. Uh, I'm going to add some fun stuff. I want people to literally, I want people to literally, like, I want you to just hear people, like, screaming with laughter, or I want you to hear them, like, you know, like, when you're at a theme park and you just hear people start screaming like they're on a roller coaster, I want you to, like, get things like that to happen. I'm going to be shocked value. Like, I want it to be super fun, but just super rad. By the end of it, I want it to be more of an experience than a race. And uh, I'm going to try to create these things. And I'm going to try to put a bunch of stuff out. I wish I could just say it to this well right now, but I can't. Really can't. Because uh, it's kind of on the table already. And uh, I guess where I see terrain going, I see this thing expanding. I see a lot more people coming over here. This this race is actually growing. Um, the attendance is actually like at the end of the year for the last two years when I first came in. Uh, I asked, you know, I asked about it. I like, say, hey, how's attendance? And you know, what, what's going on? Something like, and you know, they showed me some numbers, and, and like this thing is actually growing. So this thing is gonna, man, this thing is like ready to take off. Uh, it's gonna grow. You're gonna see more of it. Um, we're creating fun, competitive uh, platforms like uh, Adam. I mentioned to you a little earlier. Uh, yep, yep. Offline, offline. I mentioned to Adam a couple of competitive, fun things that we could do that uh, would just be hilarious, and it would make for a really awesome camping weekend. Um, Was that a hint enough to bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, it's going to be amazing. 
same weekend everyone just sees it and they just live it. And they're going to be like, wow, that was an amazing weekend. I can't believe somebody did that. And, you know, um, well, I mean, it's going like to take people like you guys. It's going to take a platform like this. And it's going to take everybody doing it together. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's not company and customer. We have to figure this out. It's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, how do we bridge that gap? And how do we make it more user-friendly? How do we make more customer-friendly? How do we think, how do we give stuff back to people for that? And that's what I'm going to try to create. I'm going to try to create a way for biggest teams like guys who are you know, over 100 plus people. How do I give that back to you? You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like I should give you guys back something. Maybe, just maybe, JP's going to name an obstacle after you every time you come to Pacific Northwest. You know what I mean? Maybe. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, cool stuff like that's going to start happening. You know what I mean? Um, well, I think it's uh, you build partnerships. And, I mean, that's one thing is, I mean, you 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 know a lot of us beasts and everything, so there's already kind of a partnership there. But I think that's just like you said. You build partnerships. I mean, we're going to have over 100 people there. What do you do to help us out? You know, but on the same side of it, what are we doing yeah, to help you out? I mean, it's partnerships. I mean, I think it's more, it's more like I have an opportunity to recognize you with this company and this platform. I have an opportunity to be like, hey, thank you guys for keeping this sport going. It's not me building this, you know, this course and dreaming up stuff to run you through. It's not that. I don't care what anyone says. We are not the ones keeping this sport going just because we set up an obstacle course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you guys are good in your backyard. It doesn't matter. I have them in my backyard. Guys, That's awesome. Well, because I mean, you you can see the companies growing. Because I mean, last year, well, I think there was one terrain race in Washington and one in Oregon. I yeah. think, yeah. And now there's what two in Oregon, three in Washington, and yeah. yeah. Beast Territory is the best. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, man. Because, I mean, I know, I mean, as we're recording this, this will actually probably go live the day after, but we're, we're doing the Seattle one, which is in Monroe, this Sunday, which should be a blast. And then... Um, right, that's, where I'm at. that's where I'm at currently. Nice. And then I know, I don't know about the, the Oregon ones, but I know there's one in Olympia in July, which I'm trying, I think... I haven't signed up for that one yet. I actually, what's funny is I was signed up for Seattle first, the one in Monroe, but I thought I was going to have surgery actually today. So I moved it to the Olympia one. And then literally the morning I got the email for the Olympia one, I got noticed that I wasn't having surgery today. It's actually next Friday. So, so I ended up switching it back to Seattle. So get get a roll of duck tape, dude. Just turn yourself into the tin man and have the boys carry you across that line. Oh, I'm going to finish it. You have no idea. I, I did. I, I've done. I've done races in a full boot. 
So I, I'm the guy that, you know, when the doctor <laughs> says, okay, you can do this, but don't do that. I use in my brain. I'm like, well, okay, as long as I do do the, this obstacle and I land on this foot, I'll be fine. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, man. I, I, I love that. Yeah, so I have to have hernia surgery next week um, for an umbilical hernia. So, but my doctor said I'm okay to do. What's that? Go ahead. I was, so my do- was going to say here are the races. We're in uh, Monroe right now, which is you know, aka yeah. Seattle, and then uh, we got Spokane next next weekend. Yeah. And then we have Portland. That one is going to be a throwdown. You guys better be there. That's going to be so much fun. Portland is going to be the raddest race. See, I don't think Portland I'll be able to do because my thing is, is I, I once I have the surgery next Friday, I'm not supposed to. I can run, but I can't do anything that like engages my abs for four weeks, which would basically put me that that would put me right before Olympia. So, well, if you, if you make it down to Portland, just call me. I'll throw you in the truck. We'll drive around and throw stuff at Adam. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I might have to think about that one because I, I love racing. So as long as I get to throw stuff at Adam, we're good. And Zane too. As long as I can throw stuff at Adam, Zane, and maybe Lorenzo, and then we're, we're good. Zane, Zane is definitely getting the fire hose. Uh, oh. Patrick's definitely getting the fire hose. Uh, Lorenzo's definitely getting the fire hose. Um, what else, who, else, who else needs it? Um, um, those are the, the main three. You, definitely getting the fire hose. You, you got to videotape it when you do it, though, for me, just so I can, yeah. Or if I'm there, let me do it. That's your job. That's going to be your job. I'm going to put you near the fire hose and you just get I got a lot of stuff to do that day. So I'm going to set you up for total success and just hit these guys. There we go. <laughs> that would that would end so beautifully for me. Probably not for them, but. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I just get pictures of, I'm probably old. So I'm the only one that would know this, but I get pictures of, uh, the U- movie UHF and drink from the fire hose. So, <laughs> UHF is amazing. I love that movie. So, I wasn't sure if you guys were old we enough should, to get that should, reference. Uh, we should. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally old enough. I was born in '80. Am I older than you guys? You're, 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 I'm older than you. I was born in '77. So. Damn it. <laughs> um, so, uh, we should just do uh, um, an OTR dedicated to UHF, the movie, and oh. every come to. <laughs> that would no, that would be amazing, and then you could serve. Uh, what was it? Uh, Tweaky cheese dogs? Was that what he always ate? <laughs> oh, those just sound bad. So here's something I want to do for you guys, because um, you guys have been rad, and you've been carrying everybody and keeping this thing super radical, and uh, having me on your show. Um, will this be out before Spokane? What do you guys think? It'll actually, it'll probably go out Monday morning. Usually, usually the new episodes go out Monday morning at uh, six a.m. Okay, cool. So um, here's what I want to do. Uh, let's do this. Let's give you for Spokane and Portland. Let's give you three entries each to raffle off. What do you think? That's cool. Uh, would you guys want to do something like that? We can have a fun game. Like um, who can who can email the coolest obstacle, and then maybe I'll build it for the winner. Now that would be I cool. Think we have more Let's get everyone engaged. Anybody who's listening to this right now, think about that. Like, we'll have three entries. Whoever wins that thing, get them and two other people of their choice, their buddies, to come run with them. All right. 
It might be their mom, it might be their dad, whatever, you know what I mean, kid? Yeah. Let's give three entries to that person, and let's have that person, I don't know, design an obstacle, and whichever is whoever's the winner, we'll take a vote or whatever. I don't know how you guys want to do it, but uh, it'd be a cool, it'd be a cool thing to do, and then I'll build the thing, and have it come to life. I don't know if that's the least I could do. That sounds awesome. So what do you me, think, Adam? Would that be uh, cool? That's kind, of, that's kind of interactive, right? Yeah. So cool is that obstacle suggested to you from one of the piece. They send it to you. They get free entry plus two more to either Spokane or Portland. Yeah, I mean, we could do that for, we could pick two winners. You want to pick two winners? And then we'll do a winner from Spokane and a winner from Portland. And if I can get those things built for those races, that would be amazing. It's going to be shot in the dark. I will work. I will burn the midnight oil to try to make this happen. I'll, I'll throw one down more. Go ahead. Spokane, Portland, and Olympia for the challenge. Then I'll come race out both Portland and Olympia. That's okay. on. You want to so do all three? More. So let's go over the challenge. Do you guys like that challenge? Do you guys like, like, hey, design the best mudpit or design the best combo? Uh, if they could come up with the best combo or mud pit, yeah, right. That, that'd be a good competition. Or I don't know. What do you guys? Think? I, I think the best obstacle, the best obstacle that you know, and for it to come alive. I mean, not only do they get to go race for free, they get to go race and do their own obstacle. Right. Uh, so let's let's kind of think of uh, let's stream up like uh, the stakes here, or like let's stream up like the tools they get to use. Let's think about mud pit. So I have freedom of mud pit. I have four foot wall. A six foot wall, any foot wall that I can use. Uh, I can maybe throw a rig in there somehow, some way, or sort of rope climb. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, mm. I would yeah. This, this is freaking cool. Tell us your tools and the gear that we can use, uh, and then have it like by Wednesday night that week before each one of those races. And um, I can set up uh, an email for it. If you'd like, and then we can just run it. Yeah, I love we'll, it. We'll look at this stuff. Just, we'll ship it around. Get all of your guys that, you know, um, all of your guys that kind of, you know, help you guys get everything going. I don't know if you have like a, a, a I don't know. Who, well, how do you guys run this thing? You guys have this big old, biggest team in the Pacific Northwest. How do you run this thing? How do you manage this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. uh, a lot of it's on Facebook and, you know, through email and stuff like that. But I mean, there's a lot of it, a lot of it's through the Facebook channels, the Facebook group for now. And there's other groups within the group, leadership groups, you know, you know, committees, stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. So if you have some sort of committee, let's, okay, all the dudes that are about to get hit with the fire hose, um, let's get them all in a circle and let's see, let's let everybody in that circle pick the best obstacle from, uh, from all of them. Okay. So we'll basically we'll have a we can put it on the Facebook and have it have them message or do a Facebook post of it. Um, it can be voted on a little yeah. bit there, and then also the final vote would be Patrick, Lorenzo, Zane, Adam, and the two of us. That's three. So yeah, where do we want to so the six of us. You can do that too. Are you any of you guys going to be in Olympia? 
I was planning on it. I haven't signed up yet, but I, I'm, I think I'm going to be. I'd love to do it in Portland, but I think Olympia might be better. Okay. But if we can build a get another sub-competition going, uh, let's say we got like 20 entries, right? People throwing like 20 entries. We found one winner, whatever. Well, with the rest of those people and that winner, let's try to take a dozen people and do a free run of the course like on Friday. Anybody want to do that? I think that'd be awesome. It'd be super fun. I think it'd be great. And as long as they're not running competitive, if they're just going to run like non-competitive and they want to come and do a pre-run of the course and they're going to be staying in town regardless. Uh, let's do like a pre-run of the course let's just make it fun. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Definitely. No, no. I'm going to leave that up to you guys because, hey, those are some prizes right there that I think some people really enjoy and uh, yeah, let's, make, let's try to make that happen for people. See, this is kind of stuff I want to do. I'm glad we're having this conversation and uh, I want to try to like generate this kind of thing with you guys and for people and you know you're an enthusiast of the sport to race it you know like let's call it a competition and I'll try to build the thing and we'll try to get some free running of the course the night before only stipulation is if you can't run competitive the next day um, and we'll try to give this to people let's try to give this stuff yeah I like it uh, I think it's awesome we'll, uh, we'll work out the details uh, offline we'll back at you and we'll have it ready to go Monday morning mm-hmm. uh, when this thing drops yeah, because we can put yeah, the details if on the... Wants, if, if nobody wants to do it, I'll just get my beauty sleep. No big deal before race day. Or you can get uh, a free race before. Well, I kind of want the free races, but, you know, I don't know if I should... <laughs> I wouldn't be... I, I'm kind of a judge, so I probably shouldn't be involved. <laughs> Man, it's, it'd be so fun. Um, with other companies, we started doing free runs and whatnot. It was always, always the funnest day with the crew, because I would try to get the crew to run the product that they built so that they had passion for what they built. Yeah. And it was one of the ways I tried to get people to really dive into, like, hey, this is what we're doing here, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't have passion for what people you're getting people, then what are we doing? You know what I mean? What are we doing out here? Like, you know, I agree. I like that you can clock it fuck out of. I agree. I mean, the other thing is, too, is I think if you get them to pre-run it, it also helps them identify issues that could be that they want to know before. You know, there might be something that in theory, this obstacle sounds amazing. Uh, I've seen it at races where in theory, the obstacle sounds great until you get six people on it, trying to do it all at the same time. And then all of a sudden it becomes sketchy as hell. And you're like, yeah, no, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Have I oh boy. Have I that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Definitely was a time when I was in the rig clinic and I accidentally had 30 people get on the same rig at the same time. Uh, so, yeah, things don't always yeah. work at the same time. They sound great in theory until, yeah, all of a sudden in practice and you're like, yeah, this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> you know what would be really cool is if somebody had a, uh, a video, like a one-minute video of obstacle fail and, like, I've I've just seen some of the craziest things where I was like, how was that a good idea? Who thought that was going to be okay? And you just see this thing in shambles or, you know, just absolutely bananas that this is even like, you know, it is crazy to me. I've seen some crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a a quick break for our sponsor and, uh, yeah, we'll listen to our commercial real quick and then we'll come right back and continue this fun conversation 
Grays Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Grays Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. All right, and we're back from break. So when we went to break, we were talking about the, the, the fails that sometimes happen with these obstacles. And, and like you said, I mean, I, I've seen it, you've seen it, where something in theory just sounded great. And then you put it together and you're looking at it or it gets in, put in use and you're like, yeah, this, this wasn't good. What, do you have examples where that's happened to you? Or where you've seen it, where something was just like, uh, I mean, you don't have to name any companies or anything like that, but just, I mean, where that's just been like, okay, yeah, this was not the right idea. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. You know what's funny when I think about it? I think you guys were at, you guys probably have seen all the ones I'm talking about, which is the funniest thing ever. Um, There's just been times where I was like, this is not going to be okay. We don't know if this is going to work. There is, this is way too big of a race to be doing this. Stop it. Yeah. And, um, I've been uh, completely overridden in the past. It's been like, oh, whatever. You know, you don't know anything. And then you watch this thing fail, and it's like, at what point did we think that that was going to work? <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. I, like, I've just seen, whenever there's an obstacle with a lot of tension, that's usually when you see fail. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh my God. Oh man, um, I don't know. How can we talk about this without actually saying names? Yeah, I didn't think about that when I asked the question. Now I'm thinking about it. like most of the obstacles. It's like the, anybody who's an obstacle racer, the second you start saying the obstacle, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's that 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 was so and so. I remember that." I know. And I love everyone listening right now because probably if they were on this obstacle fail or two or ten. Um, Believe me, I was probably fighting for you at one point, <laughs> trying to not, you know, make that thing go away. But um, I, I've been on a few where it was on, I was on a race and I came up to an obstacle and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, no, I, I I'll take the penalty. I, I I'm walking by this. There's no way because I, I feel like living through this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god, dude. it's hilarious. I mean, as far as safety goes, like I've always been super paranoid about hurting people and anything like that. And, uh, I don't want anyone to get hurt, like, you know, unnecessarily. Like, yeah. if they're, like, going for it, like, giving it their all, and they've never done this before, they get some bruises, sore muscles, fall on their butt a little bit. Like, that's kind of part of it, you know? Oh, that's part of it. You know, like, they're going to go home, and they're probably going to go to work, and they're going to talk to people who never heard about this crazy sport that they went and did. And, uh they be like, gosh, what happened to you? And they'll just be like, yeah, I ran off the course, right? You know, like, um, and they're going to try to explain it to these people, and it's going to be hilarious. But um, I don't want people to ever get hurt, hurt. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I mean, I've seen some obstacles where you're looking at it going, how did someone not think that that was going to get hurt? Someone was going to get hurt, or a weather condition happens, and you're like, why haven't they shut that down? I mean, there's some obstacles I've been on where I don't mind going up high and climbing on like bars or anything like that. But when it starts getting to a point where they're completely soaked because it's been raining for days 
and you're looking at it going, I'm about to be 15, 20 feet in the air climbing up this, these, you know, these metal bars. I'm not, no, because there's too much of a chance I'm going to slip. And if I fall, I mean, this is what I do for fun. I still have to go to work on Monday morning, <laughs> you know? Right. And okay. I mean, so my job is a safety professional, really so. This <laughs> is really, really good for saying this because it kind of goes hand in hand with what I was telling you. I'm not trying to make these things extreme and out of control. Like, I want to slow you down, and I want it to be challenging, and I'm not going to try to jack you up in the air as high as I can. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm not going to... I'm going to make you, your your grip strength be whether or not you uh, break an ankle or something. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. going to do that to anybody. I don't believe in that, and I'm... You know, I'll always leave an exit strategy for someone who's just doing their best. Yeah. And, but... I've just, I, I've been on a few where I'm just like, you know, I, I've got it. Like I said, in my, in my real life, my professional life during the week, I'm a safety professional. That's what I do for a living. I mean, I make sure people are safe, you know? So sometimes some of these officers I'm looking at going, that's, I, you know, yeah, I just can't see that being safe. I mean, my grip gives out a little bit. I'm dropping, you know, 30, you know, not 30 feet, but 15 feet to the ground. That's, that's enough for death. If I hit wrong, you know, so I mean, it's just, I, I prefer, I, I like the ones, I like how it used to be. And I, I kind of know why they don't do it this way anymore, but I like the way it used to be where a lot of those, where you were up in the air like that, you were going to fall in water. You weren't going to hit the ground. Those I loved. I love that because I mean, I had no fear then. I mean, as long as it was going to hit water and it was deeper than like four feet, you're fine. You know? See, like I said, I mean, that's the stuff that I I miss is I love that because there were some of those where you're up high and you knew you're like, it's going to be sketchy on whether or not I'm going to be able to hold on to this, but I'm going to try it anyway. But you weren't, yeah. I mean, you weren't too worried because if you fell, you were going to hit water and usually the water was deep enough that you were just going to splash down. You might touch bottom, whatever, most likely you will because it's only like three, three feet, but you're not going to slam, you know, and that's... <laughs> That's what they've gotten rid of. Most of them have gone to like some kind of hay or some kind of, you know, foam or something you're going to land on. And it's like, yeah, that's still going to hurt like hell. So I'm just. Oh, that's you know, what's really cool is, uh, can you guys like, both of you, can you guys remember like the first time you ever saw somebody like doing a, a rope climb in any of these, any of these organizations and they fell from the top and landed in the water in the most awkward, like gnarly way. Yep. And then you see him walking out of the water like, oh, my God. Yeah. I thought that person was dead. And they just come walking out of there like like a scratch on their, on their leg or something. And you're like, oh, my goodness. That was the craziest thing I've 
mean, it's amazing. Like, it blows my mind. Exactly. And see, that's what I think I miss too, because I think for me, I've only been able to do, and this sounds horrible because I've done a lot of races. I've only been able to complete the rope climb once. And that was in a race, the very first, you know, very first race I did like that. I was able to finish because I wasn't scared of what was going to happen when my grip gave out. Right. I was afraid, you know, I, I would, I was, wasn't worried because it was water. And to get to the rope, I had to go in the water. I knew it was like three and a half feet deep. I knew if I dropped, even in a weird angle, like you said, I was going to hit that water and I was going to be fine. And now I'm so worried that I'm going to get halfway up. I'm going to get three quarters of the way up. And my grip's going to give and I'm going to drop onto that hard hay and I'm going to break something. And I, I yeah. that's where my mental block has been on those is trying to, I'm so worried about that, you know, and I miss the the water I, I love the fact that you know a lot of the old ones they had that where if you failed you fell into water and it didn't matter i've only had one race where they didn't make the water deep enough and i dropped into it and i went like basically my legs were bent when i fell uh, it was off the rings and my legs were bent and i ended up hitting and the water was only about eight inches deep and i was flat on my knees and yeah, it took, it took a good probably five minutes for me to climb out of the pit. Cause I was just like, Oh <laughs> yeah. But if the water's done right, that's, that's amazing. I mean, that's what works great. So yeah, but you know, and I, what's that? Oh, I've, I would, I would win that one. I've got a lot more, I've got more belly than all of you. I'll get it. <laughs> this reminds me of a new race that I'm going to try to do once a year and I'm going to tell you guys but it's going to be very rock and roll and very fun and radical and it's going to be an OCR but I'm going to paint the picture for you when I see you but just know whoever's listening to this know I'm not teasing you again I'm just saying that there's stuff happening in the future and a lot of fun to be had um, coming up there's so much coming down the pipe and so rad that's awesome See, and I think we're going to have to, I mean, I'm sure we haven't talked to you about it yet, but you'll be okay with this. We're going to have to keep you as a, like a regular guest and just talk about this stuff all the time. But <laughs> No, I'm totally okay with that. So it, is, your territory in. Yeah, where's your guys' territory in, man? I mean, it's like, come on, we got the whole Pacific Northwest. I'm one of you guys, just so you know. I live in, I live in the Portland area. Yep. I live in, I live in West Flint, so I, I'm, I'm right up in your zone. You're a beast. Just yeah. admit it. You're one of us. One of us. Hey, one of us. It. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> submit it. <laughs> You're one of us. <laughs> okay, if you guys think, you guys come up with a bet, and then if I lose, I'll admit it. All right. I'll have to come well, up with one. It might not be this episode, but down the road, you guys are just going to dream it up. and be like, guess what, dude? You can't do this, or you don't do this. We'll bet you. Uh, and if you lose, you have to admit it. All right, we're gonna have to come up with one. Yeah, and you know who's my favorite dude out there that you guys that reps you guys? Who's that? Favorite dude, Dana. Dana oh. is so Dana is Dana is Dana Chris was like, awesome. He's, he's literally the raddest OCR dude out there. When I see him, I get super excited, and he makes me feel like all my work, uh, everything that I try to do. Uh, you know, when I see that, I, all my work is like, oh man, it makes somebody happy. This is great. Oh yeah, he's good. Like that, but he's a, like, my shout out to you. Like, I want to shout, shout out to that guy. Oh yeah, 
No, he's great in that beard. I mean, I love his beard. I, I'd love to be able to get that beard, but I just can't do it. So I grew the hair. Hey, maybe we can bet him he has to shave off his beard and give it to one of us as a gift if he loses so bad. That would be just weird. Oh, that's just rude. That'd be like me cutting my hair. I have I do an Yeah, I, I do a, a podcast about nerdy the stuff too, and in that podcast, we have one of the like constant listeners is constantly trying to like make me lose a like make a bet to cut my hair, and I'm like, no, I ain't happening. Yeah, because I don't know if you've seen my hair is like past my shoulders. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Well, let's come up with that. Oh no, the hair's never getting cut. I love my hair. It was one of those things. It was actually it started off just to annoy my wife. Put it on the line, dude. No, no, my hair is like, it's my superpower. It's like Samson. He cut my hair and I'm all, I'm, I'll am i be nothing. <laughs> Adam, will you tell this, Adam, just, will you talk to this dude offline? Just tell him to put it online. We'll come up with a bet. Oh, <laughs> oh I'll have to think about that one. I'll go full total wax for the right price. Oh, no. What's going, hey, what's coming down? Ask you guys, what's coming down the pipe for the beat? What do you guys got coming up? Anything cool? Terrain race? <laughs> What do you got, Adam? I mean, we got ghosts. Uh, we got all that fun stuff. How much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we got our B-Squads every month. Uh, got some cool stuff lined up for our B-Squads. So, and you can definitely, you know, I know you're just outside of Portland, right? Um, yeah. You know, feel free to join our guys and hang out anytime. So, this next month, we got a lot of people doing the Beast Bucket Mile. It's our virtual challenge. Uh, 75% of the proceeds go to um, the organization for autism research. They're really um, financially transparent, and they do a lot of cool work for autism. Um, yeah. So, yeah, do it. You sign up. If you sign up by June 4th, you can get a medal. It's like 20 bucks. Um, and like I said, 75% of the proceeds goes right to organization for autism research. Um, that's fun. Uh, what else? Next uh, July, uh, a lot of our workouts will be doing 5Ks for the Warriors for Warriors uh, virtual run. We'll be doing brute force model. Um, and then we have some of our other events popping up too. So we just, I just pulled out um, a call for actors for our Beast Breaker 2019 promotional video. Uh, that drops here pretty quick. Can I be in that? I'm an actor. I can, I can do that. Uh, Tuesday next week, 6 p.m. You good? Uh, no, I'll be busy. Anyway, uh, so we've got that. Uh, we've got some other stuff coming up. Uh, we even have Ghost scheduled for March next year. That's going to be a lot of fun. That will be. If you guys ever want to do some charity stuff on the terrain platform, please let us know. Um, yeah, is that sounds awesome. It does. So, you know, like uh, the higher level is, is cool events. If you guys ever heard of cool events, they're awesome. And terrain is a part of cool events. That sounds awesome. Awesome. Yeah, let's, uh, let's make some introductions happen. We'd love to do that. <laughs> let's make that work. You guys just hit me up with it. And we'll, we'll send it up 
We got a lot of stuff we got to do and make the official. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm That's awesome. You know, we need to... Like, I want, if you got dirty stuff or whatever. Well, yeah, um, I think we need to start a partnership between, you know, us and, you know, you and everything else and make things fun. Yeah. And make uh, this all good for gonna, everybody. You know, it's going to be kind of cool, too, you know what I mean? Uh, when I go into, like, other teams' territories, I hope that they, you know, would be willing to do the same kind of stuff you guys do. Like, we're going to be open all them as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Let's do this. I mean, I, I think it'd be fun to have a, you know, work together. And, you know, like I said, we're going to have the little contest that we're going to have to figure out here and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, if you're on the fire hose and I'm on the foam cannon, people are in deep trouble. Like, there's, there's going to be serious. Oh, it's going to be amazing. That sounds fantastic. So, it's funny. I remember seeing that cannon at Bubble Run uh, when I took my son. It 
entire bubble run base was hanging out in the festival just getting blown up by this bubble cannon. If you mix that up with something like put a bubble cannon on top of a bucket, pump. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Holy crap, dude. Uh, I'm not going to finish the race. I'm just going to go play. Like, sorry, guys. Like, my I'm going to message him tomorrow, and one day, like, when we have one of these talks, I'm going to try to get him on the phone, and I'm just going to ask him for funny stuff. We'll just kind of prank him. Maybe we should just prank him, and I'll call him and be like, hey, dude, what's up, man? Yeah. I'm going to need 10 cannons. Yeah, I have a birthday party tomorrow. And just joke around with them and just see what he says. But, um, <laughs> that sounds awesome. And, like, what's really funny is um, I wanted to get this thing and start the kids' race with the kids just blasting through all this foam and bubbles and whatnot. Can you imagine how just AWOL they would go to? Oh, those kids would love it. I know my kid would love it. And he's 15. My daughter is going to run the Portland race. She's sick. A little girl. Um, She's going to go crazy. She wouldn't even finish the race. She'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to play in these bubbles. Like, that's what I'm scared of. I'm totally worried about that. I'm like, oh, my God, these kids aren't going anywhere. We're going to have to make this kid a mobile. <laughs> just, that's it. That's what you got to do to make a move is you just start moving the camp, the, the cannon down the track. They'll just follow it. <laughs> I'm totally worried about my daughter, like, not wanting to run a race. <laughs> that's awesome. Bubbles. Yeah. It's because bubbles are the best. Yes. Yeah, I think like I, I thought about it and I was like, why not? You know what I mean? Like if we can get one of these cannons, let's blow this thing up. Dude, yeah, and you could I mean how cool would that be to like do mud, then bubbles, and then you have to do like a rope climb. Or do like yeah, something like that. Like like my inner child. It's like, this is amazing. And then the adult me says, this is a horrible, amazing idea that we just have to make happen. That is. We definitely yeah, have to make that like happen. Really cool. like, you know, like, uh, you know, like the tubes that you know, like, fall through and I thought about getting, like, getting those and filling them up with foam. So when people are, like, going through there, can you imagine being the first guy to, like, go through one of those? Like, where is this going to end up? That would be awesome. The tube is full. Or if you, like, filled the pits up with bubbles, then nobody knew how deep it was or where the water was even going to start. That'd be kind of rad. <laughs> that would be. Yes. And, I mean, that's, you know, be cool is if you get one of the, the cannons that's portable and just walk around and randomly shoot people with it. <laughs> Someone's going over a wall, they start to get over it, and then you just nail them with the, the, the cannon. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, or, or like, um, I thought about, what about an amazing intro to a mud pit, right? Like, not like one that has a pitch where you like walk into the mud pit, but just a shoebox where you're just falling straight into four feet of water. Yeah. But you have to walk, you have to walk up to get there and then just full drop out. It'd be amazing. Oh, it would be. Yeah. Or if you had all the bubbles, people wouldn't know that they're actually walking a plank <laughs> to their certain doom. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, they just walk up. <laughs> it's so cool. You it just would- hear splashes and
That's awesome. I like it. I do too. Hmm. I do like that. We have to think about that one. Hmm. So we, we've been on here for a bit. So what other things do you have? I mean, we've talked about just about everything, but is there any anything else you can think of that you you want to let everyone know about and talk to people about? For now. I mean, there's a lot I want to tell everybody, but for now, I think I'm going to stretch it out a little better. <laughs> for now, we're good. So, yeah, for now, we're good. All right. Well, all right. we've got uh, this was an amazing episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and there'll be more. Um, <laughs> as you can tell from the conversation that we've been having, there's got to be more. So, yeah, there's tons more. You can think, let's, let's not get ridiculous here. There's tons more going on. I'm going to start dragging people with me like uh, a guest of ours is bringing a guest a surprise guest that would be fun we could totally do this yeah um, Spokane I'll have I'll have a special guest for you in Spokane no joke I won't even tell you guys who it is I'm just gonna roll up and be like guess who's here that's uh, fun I actually I actually like this idea this awesome. just, yeah Sounds fun. Yeah. All right. We'll definitely have to do that. And I mean, there'll be, you know, like we've mentioned multiple times on here, that you'll, you'll be on again. We're going to have some fun with this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I guess at this point, we're just going to say goodbye for now. And uh, we'll have another, have you on again soon. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks, JP. All right. Sounds good. All right. Are you guys still there? That was awesome. I think that's going to be a fun episode. I hope everyone enjoyed that. It's worth talking to me. <laughs> oh, it was it was fun. And like I said, I I think we should have the, you know, like we were saying, do like a Q&A of what would you ask a race director and, you know, just kind of have some fun with it. Oh, if you, if you had people call in and just start asking random questions or emailing you live? Well, we were thinking about doing is like have just like open up the email or some kind of message and say, okay, for the next... You know, from now until Friday, send in all your questions that you'd have for a race director, and then we'll have the questions in front of us, and we'll just, like, talk and ask you them. So, and just have a, a oh fun God. little... Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Oh, I, yeah. I'm really stoked on, like, this impromptu competition thing. I, I am, too, actually. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's, it's all about what I can give you guys, and then you guys get the listeners to engage, because that's what we want. We want you guys to have the listeners to have fun and have a reason to, like, We've only really had the one episode where we talked to him. You know, it's kind of one of those. What's that? Who did you actually talk to? Uh, who did you say? What was his name? Adam? Mark Peterson? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. I don't even know him. He's one of the, <laughs> yeah, he's the endurance guy, one of the endurance guys. He's really cool. But it's one of those, 
a lot of time with Spartan, like we had to do with Mark Peterson, is once we finished the episode, edited it, and everything else, we had to send it to Spartan for approval before we could even do it. Yeah. That's super crazy, though. So. Well, I'm going to actually go eat dinner. I didn't even eat dinner. Um, Let me know if you know. Yeah. What was that? Let me know if you need anything from me. Not that I can think of. I mean, right now, we'll get the episode, you know, edited and make it go live on Monday. <laughs> nah, it'll be good. Throw some random beats in there like I'm cussing constantly. Like, geez, this guy just can't hold his tongue. It's tempting, actually. That'd be kind of fun. I've thought about that. On We had one person that like swore a whole bunch, but it would have been so much editing. I'm just like, I just marked it as an explicit episode. I'm like, I, I can't edit this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was. Um, I'll throw together kind of a how to execute and how we can track for the, the competition. Mm-hmm. And I'll message the both of you um, probably by tomorrow night. Let me know what you think. And then when, they, when we uh, drop the episode Monday morning, we can make sure that we drop that with it. Okay. That'll be perfect. Um, Dude, I hope you guys, I, I hope we can do fun stuff. Like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, we work together on this stuff, we make it fun, and um, we'll see how we can generate energy and people and get them engaged. Because I really, like, that's what I want to give this sport, is get people engaged, so it's kind of cool. Okay, yeah, no, I want to definitely get the, all that, you know, and work together, and we'll have fun with this. Awesome, dude, I'm pumped. I'm going to go eat dinner. You two are awesome, thanks for having me. Oh yeah, anytime. All right. All right. Well, we'll be in touch. Okay. Matt. Thanks, guys. All right. Matt. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.